Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Better Every Shift podcast. Happy New Year. My name is Aaron Zamzow. Over there is Janelle Fosquet. We want to wish you a happy New Year. And uh, I'm super excited. As you can tell, I'm always pretty excited, Janelle. But this one, this episode, it's the first of the year. It's also the resolution season. And, you know, I kind of like a little bit of fitness and health and wellness kind of stuff. Dabble. You dabble. I dabble in it. Yep. Yeah. Um, but today it's a rumble. It's going to be a rumble with these guests. Today we yeah. have Dan Kerrigan, Jim Moss from Firefighter Functional Fitness. Uh-huh. And we're going to talk a little bit about fitness, but we're also going to talk about mindset and how to make yourself more healthy in this next year. Um, what's your goal for next year, by the way? Do you have a resolution? I have like a hundred goals. I gotta, I gotta whittle my goal list down a little bit, but, uh, sleep is a big one for me. I gotta get better at getting more sleep. I've also got to start wearing my Fitbit more. That's okay. <laughs> I've got it. I got to put it on and I got to look at the, that count. Um, so I've got, I've got a bunch of things on my mind, okay. but we get into that a little bit on the show with them. It's like, how, where do you begin sometimes? That's, that's the hardest part. I mean, I was telling them on the show today that, you know, I have decision paralysis at times when it comes to New Year's resolutions. There's so many ideas. There's so much, there's so much content out there when it comes to fitness. How do you know where to begin? There's so many experts on it. And so that's why this is such a great episode because we kind of break it down. Um, I don't want to give too much away, but let's, uh, let's get into it. We'll, we'll have Jim and Dan and, uh, you know, pull up uh, your jogging pants and take some notes because this is going to be a good one. Welcome to Better Every Shift, everybody. Today, it's a royal rumble of fitness and wellness <laughs> experts. Um, I am extremely happy, believe it or not, to what, uh, you know, and Dan and I had this conversation and Jim, I bet you you'll probably get this all the time too. I think everybody thinks we're bitter, bitter rivalries with, Seriously. Uh, you know, Dan Kerrigan here and Jim Moss from a Firefighter Functional Fitness and, and Jim with Firefighter Success. And, and I have a little fitness kind of company too. And uh, it's really uh, great to have us all here, as I like to say, the Royal Rumble of uh, <laughs> Firefighter Fitness. Um, you know, well, welcome, you guys. How are you thanks. doing? We're doing good, and uh, I, I will say, I mean, isn't the fire service a competition anyway to to prove who's who's best? So I mean, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, Aaron, I mean, seriously, I flew all the way to Wisconsin and drove to your station to prove that we're really good friends and all that competition's nonsense. You see how far out of the way I went. I just, I appreciate that. I mean, actually, you even caught a you even caught a call. They got, yeah. you got to ride the car. Yeah, and MFA, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, um, let me just introduce you guys real quick for those um, that that, you know, maybe not be aware of how smart you guys are and actually um, um, how much you've contributed actually to the fire service. Um, we have Dan Kerrigan, who's a 36 year vet of the fire service. You've served in more positions, I think, um, firefighter, chief, um, emergency management, ed- management director, fire marshal. You're a member of the IEFC Safety and Health Survival Section, uh, Board of Directors, international speaker we know on firefighter health and wellness. And then we also have Jim Moss, who's fire captain, paramedic for um, Metro, uh, West, Metro West in, yeah. in um, St. Louis County, Missouri. 
Uh, you also just wrote a book called Firefighter Success. You have your own podcast. Um, you uh, talk a lot about leadership training, mentorship, and you both also had um, have written a really good book called Firefighter Functional Fitness, and uh, that's available at <laughs> firefighterfunctionalfitness.com. And again, this is just for people who think I'm just doing lip service here. I'm I'm a big big um, fan, and um, you know we've we've. It's great to have you guys here because I think a lot of people don't know behind the scenes what really has happened uh, over the last couple of years and how we've all really, I think, uh, you guys have motivated me. I know that. Um, you know, how did this whole thing start for you guys with the firefighter functional fitness? How did you guys get together? Um, Jim, Jim likes to tell the story. <laughs> I do like to tell the story. <laughs> um, so there we were. No. Um, so it was kind of cool how it, uh, just organically came together. Uh, we were just posting stuff, uh, separately. We didn't know each other at all. We were posting stuff on Twitter, uh, pre Elon, uh, I would say, uh, we were posting stuff on Twitter, um, about just making fitness practical, functional, just bringing, um, more awareness to, you know, the cardiovascular epidemic that the fire service has had for decades upon decades upon decades. Right. And so Dan actually reached out to me. He slid into my DMs, as we like to say, yeah. uh, and he messaged me and he <laughs> said, he said, uh, hey, uh, what would you think about writing an article together? Because I was blogging for uh, firefightertoolbox.com. Uh, and, and so I, and he knew I was writing a little bit. And so he was like, what do you think about writing a, a fitness article together? Uh, and so that's how it happened. And we started with that and we wrote an article called the four fundamentals of firefighter functional fitness. It was, uh, uh, published uh, on the on online version of fire engineering. And it was actually one of their most popular articles that year. Um, and so we were kind of like, Oh, cool. Well, I mean, we got a good reception from it. Um, and, uh, maybe there's something more to this. And so then we were like, um, we're going to publish an eight part online article series about our big eight concept that we have in firefighter functional fitness. Uh, so we're going to do that through firefighter toolbox. And we started doing it, uh, writing each, uh, mini article. And, uh, we just kind of stopped and, and paused and we're like, I think, I think we have a book here. I think there's something more to it, uh, than just an online article series. And I had never written a book before. Um, you know, Dan had never written a book before and, and mind you with another person, right? So that's a whole nother, uh, element to it, but uh, we just uh, uh, have our four pill, uh, the big A concept. Do we have the four pillars of firefighter functional fitness within that? Um, and so, lo and behold, we took about a year to write it, revise it, and finally got it out in 2016, I believe. Um, and it's just had a great reception, and we've been able to to speak not only all over the U.S and share our message, but also uh, Dan's got to share our message abroad, which is amazing. So um, we're grateful and, and that's kind of how it all happened and, and snowballed together. Yeah, we actually did. Uh, Dan, do you remember what year that was that we did? Uh, we worked in a con we were at a conference we did mm -hmm. it was in Baltimore and we did that. We worked out at a firehouse together. I think all of us met and we did. That. Yeah. I, I want to say it was the last, whatever the last year was that that firehouse uh, expo was in Baltimore before they moved is what, what's coming to mind. So it was like in the same time frame. I think probably around 16 or so. 
Yeah. And, uh, and that's yeah, actually we went over there to that station and we did all sorts of crazy stuff over there. <laughs> and yeah. that's kind of where we all met. And yeah. I think you guys were in the middle of writing at that time. And, uh-huh. um, and then like, again, I've been following you guys for a, a while and Dan and I are actually Likewise, on a, yeah. a, a committee together with, uh, um, FRCE with the first response, first responder center for excellence. And, and so it's really funny when you go out, like, so Dan did come and visit me. We were on a committee together on a Monday. He's like, yeah, I'm flying into Madison the next day. So I think like the next day or day after he was at my firehouse riding on my car, which I don't even yep. get to ride on. And, um, you know, you we work your way up to it. Aaron. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm having such a great time being able to talk to guys like you. That I don't know if I want, that. but anyways, um, so again, so thank you guys so much. And, and it's fitting that we're talking, no pun intended, about, you know, health, wellness, fitness, because this is our, one of our first episodes of the year. And, um, you know, everybody, of course, has these resolutions and, and we're very popular this time of year. Right. Um, so, Dan, what's what's uh, you know, what's going to be your resolution for this new year? What, what are you going to try to work on? <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I don't know that I've, I subscribe to, uh, you know, a specific resolution as much as I'm always trying to like, you know, when we, when we speak, one of the things that I, that I always kind of emphasize to the audience, whether it's one of our big workshops or if it's just at a conference or whatever, is when when we talk about the four pillars and we talk about some of the elements inside those, I kind of give everybody the homework assignment to take, take one, make, think of one small improvement in each of these sections that I'm going to talk about personally, you'll have to tell me what it is. You can jot it on your phone. You can do whatever you want to do, but whether it's physical fitness, whether it's recovery and rest or nutrition or hydration or any kind of, any one of those lifestyle sort of things that, that we all preach, because we know this is more of a lifestyle than just a, an eight week fad. Right. So, so I try to get everybody to think of something, that they can do to take away from every speaking event or class that I do. And, and I do the same thing for myself. I'm always looking at, we're all works in progress. Oh yeah. We are all work and we always will be, you know, and I think sometimes people think that, okay, well, these guys have done all this and now they should be done. You know, they're <laughs> good done. You know, you don't need to go to the gym anymore. You don't need to do, we're all human beings. We're all works in progress. And we all have times where, we can fall down a little bit. We need a little bit of a pick me up. Jim and I do that for each other a lot. Um, and so that's what I do. I try to just pick some kind of component that I feel like I could be better at in each of those, at least each of those four areas and just kind of come up with a small achievable, you know, quote, smart goal, uh, and, and try to meet it. And then once I do that, then I, then I move on to something else. Probably most recently, um, I, I just, I use very little sugar anyway. I'm kind of good like that. I'm not a sweets person, but one thing I was using sugar for is I would put it in my coffee. So I decided a few months ago, I'm going to stop that. And I stopped it. So that's a sort of a little achievable win for me is that I reduced my sugar intake even more by not using it in my coffee anymore. And I, and now I just don't. And, uh, and so that's kind of maybe a quick example of something that I think we all, we can, we can all benefit from, um, I think if you set your goals too high or too lofty, you set yourself up for failure. Uh, I, I wouldn't recommend anybody that's doing a resolution to come up with some, I'm going to lose 750 pounds in the next six months uh, and become a, a triathlon, decathlon, right. whatever. You, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's, it's, I always tell people it's really easy. You can lose 30 pounds right away. Just cut off your right arm. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. Think about how much how much weight you want to lose and then pick an appendage. Yeah, right. right? It's perfect. And, and, and uh, you know, or better yet, just stop drinking soda. How about you want to lose five or 10 pounds? Perfect. Stop drinking soda if you drink it, you know, right? Something like that. Because you will, I guarantee it. So you're, just, you just, stopped your sugar. What's your, what's your, what's your next thing on your list that you're thinking? I honestly need to, to, because we moved to a new house over the summer and we've got some things going on. My, my I'll be hundred percent honest with you. My, my sort of regimen or routine is very disrupted right now. Um, and especially when I throw in the work travel and all that. So honestly, um, if I had to resolve to do something, it would be to get back to, you know, what I know for me is, is the right way to, to approach the fitness aspect of it. Right. Um, I've, I've approached the the nutrition stuff a lot. I've dealt with, um, you know, increasing my hydration, drinking more water, those kinds of things I've done. Um, and they're kind of a part of my life now. I I need to get back to a more, a more routine routine, if you will, Mm -hmm. and, and make sure that I'm, I stay on top of that instead of, you know, hodgepodging it like i've been doing perfect jim what do you got you're nodding a lot so as am i right like uh, yeah it's all good stuff uh and i think for me uh what i want to really focus on uh is uh, just better sleep at home and making sure i go uh, to bed at a good time uh when i wake up in the morning i don't grab my phone right away especially if i wake up or my body you know all of our bodies are screwed up from from being on uh, on a duty shift, um, you know, our sleep is disrupted anyway. Uh, but just being more disciplined about, you know, uh, going to bed earlier and trying to get those seven to eight hours of sleep every day um, when I'm off duty. And then um, I think when you, and this goes for everybody, when you can get better quality of sleep, you can really feel that not only physically, but also in the mental wellness aspect as well, because if you're sleep deprived, it's not going to help with your, your mental or emotional state as we can, I'm sure all attest to, uh, and and it doesn't help with your relationships as well with, with your spouse, with your kids, with your friends, with your coworkers, right? It, it, it's just something that affects really everything. So that's what I want to focus on is, is better sleep. It carries over into everything, which we've heard some of our previous guests talk about too. And so Janelle's over there. Janelle's just nodding her head. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right. Janelle. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, when we had <clears throat> Chief Ali on, uh, the stats that she was sharing about sleep, uh, I'm pretty sure the word I used was terrifying. So <laughs> yeah, that's a big one for me. Um, I mean, in addition to j- just about everything, uh, <laughs> fitness and health-wise, but the the sleep, the foundation of sleep is so huge. And then another one I'm hoping to be better at uh, this year is drinking more water. It's so yeah. basic, but Absolutely. it's huge. Like I literally have one of those little habit calendars that I'm trying to use. Sounds hokey, but man, I need that accountability. I need to yeah. see it. I need to check a box. I need, I need that bigger picture perspective because by the end of this month, if I look at that and I'm like, wow, I drank uh, the appropriate amount of water three days oh boy mm-hmm. that's uh that's not gonna it's a big win I, I i did a you know i did <laughs> for some a, people yeah i did a, a a water improvement uh, a while back and i think one of the things we like to 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 tell folks is that one of the easiest ways you can do that is simply by 
making it a point that when you wake up in the morning, the first thing you do is you drink a big glass of water. You do it before you drink yeah. your coffee. You do, it, you know, that's a very simple sort of habit to form is to get yeah. up and drink it. Especially if you, maybe you take vitamins or maintenance medications or whatever, just mm -hmm. drink a big glass of water. You get your whole day started. We all wake up dehydrated as it is. Everybody, yeah. humans wake up dehydrated, right? So, um, you know, that's a very simple way, I think, of kind of retraining yourself to introduce that more consistently yeah. into your system. But it's a well, great I've, one. I've been trying to do that, like fill up mm -hmm. my water bottle when I go to sleep <clears throat> at night and then refill it if I've had any water yeah. during the night, first thing in the morning. It's it's all about habits. I just yeah. finished that book, that Good it's, Habit, Bad Habit book. And, um, and it's it all about... The concept of reducing friction, right? It's yep. like make it easy mm -hmm. for yourself, set yourself up for success. Well, and I think uh, unfortunately for Janelle, she's had to deal with me over the last like three months trying to get this project and this podcast going. So she, her hydration turned to vodka tonics during. That could uh, make you drink. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. Have, you know. Know. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, but you know, I, I, and, and actually all, all of these are perfect. They kind of go into one of our next questions is that, you know, it, there are some subtle, I think easy, I shouldn't say easy, but some subtle things like hydration, sleep, Jim, you, you mentioned that, you know, uh, one of the things, right. You guys know this traveling around, talking to different departments and, and presenting, um, you know, when you, when you look at sleep and the health and fitness culture of the fire service, do you think, wh where do you, what's your perception? Where do you think we are right now? Are we getting better? Where are we, you know, I, I, am curious to see what you guys think on that. Uh, Jim, what do you think? I will say that, uh, just take, take even calls out of it. You know, uh, when we're on duty, I think just had the smartphone aspect of it does not help. The, the, the light that we expose ourselves to right before and the activity and the stimulation that we expose ourselves to while we're laying in bed and we're looking at our phone before we go to sleep, right? And then, like I said, you know, one of my things, if I wake up early, you know, I, I would love to go to bed at 10, wake up at 6, 6.30, whatever, that'd be awesome, right? But if my body wakes up at 4.30 or 5, you know, am I going to reach for my phone and start looking at it instead of like being disciplined and say, okay, go back to sleep. You know, like don't look at your phone. Don't start going on Instagram or Facebook or anything like that. Right. So like it, to me, I, I think cell phones have definitely not helped it. Um, and I, that's not necessarily related uh, to the fire service. I think that's just a cultural thing that mm -hmm. all of us can probably get better at. Yeah. Dan, what do you think? Do you think in general, are we, uh, I mean, I think society with the cell phones and I agree hundred yeah. percent, Jim, do you what else do you see out there when you go, well, when you go and travel, Dan? I'll tell you, I, I tell you what I think. I think that there are areas where I, th I have, I guess what's, you know, we, we've all been at this for several years now and we've gotten to, to interact with a lot of people, which we're very blessed to, I'm sure you'll agree, um, to be able to do. And what I think we are getting better at is I, is, uh, I think we're getting better at the physical fitness aspect of it. Um, I, I see more and more folks that are taking it upon themselves to, to get themselves in better shape or condition themselves for what we do. I think we're getting better at um, the, the hydration thing, I think, is is pretty important. And, and it and it covered it. It really spills over into like a lot of different areas, even including cancer prevention. Right. So so I think we're getting better at the fitness stuff little by little. I think we're getting better at the the 
the hydration aspect i see everywhere i go i see people drinking lots of water drinking you know carrying it around with them so yeah. that's encouraging what i what i think we need to work on and they tie together as i'm sure jim will, will uh, attest is not only just the sleep but also the nutrition so the two things come together um we don't do a good job of making sure we get enough sleep uh when we're not on duty especially shift workers mm -hmm. and what happens when you are tired and when you when you aren't motivated and when you're looking for the easy way right is that that lack of sleep and that that fatigue carries over into convenience i'll just drive through the drive through and grab a, a happy meal or i'll <laughs> i'll just eat this let me just go get this bag of chips and right it all carries over so i, yeah. I think that you know I can't agree more with Jim. I think we can definitely do a better job of of the sleep thing and and also the the nutrition thing. I think it it just it ties together very strongly because your your whole your whole mental outlook and your mood and everything like that is affected by by the lack of sleep. And then you just look for the easy ways to do things that can be yeah. you, you know you create you know you create carbs and stuff right <laughs> yeah you right? create that stuff right when you're up all night at a fire and then you want to you know the first thing you want to do is eat like you know a bunch of sausage sandwiches and you know and things like that right and i get that so i think there's work well, to be done there i i think you know we are getting better i and and jim i guess you would agree with this too that cell phones are it's like a double-edged sword mm -hmm. right it's a great way to get resources out to our members um you know and, and the awareness you know like all three of us have been there, you know, how many times we've been at, at a seminar or a conference and we're like the only ones talking about fitness, you know, five, six, seven yeah, years sure. ago. Right. And I think that's why we are, we're like, when people go, Oh, you guys are, you know, fire FRF versus functional fitness. It's like, we, we've all been through this thing together. Like, you know, mm -hmm. there's times where I've looked around and I'm like, these are the only two guys, you know, seven, mm -hmm. eight, nine, ten 10 years ago that are saying the same thing I am. Mm -hmm. And you know, there's, that's a great thing that we're still here, but we also see, gosh, you know, there, there's so many other things we're not even talking about, you know? And, and, and so I'm glad you guys both mentioned two things. Like you got, Hey, we're on our phones and we need to, to talk about nutrition. Cause I talked to Janelle always, uh, you know, she's getting inundated now with articles about sleep and about mm -hmm. nutrition and, you know, like Janelle, you've seen that trend too, right? Like coming from the, yeah. from the editor side. Absolutely. It's, there's been a huge uptick. And the number of articles that come in that aren't, uh, you know, we get a lot of leadership focused articles, you know, and, and now there's a lot focused on wellness overall. Uh, a lot of it's behavioral health focused, but a lot more people are paying attention to the fitness and nutrition side of the house and wanting to spread the word about that to their fellow firefighters, which is great. But it's all connected. It's, yeah. you know, that's the yeah, thing absolutely. that I think, and I don't know how, how much you maybe, uh, I don't want to use the word struggle, but you, you fight against this, Aaron, like that, that um, you know, your, your fire rescue fitness, you know, Jim and Dan are firefighter functional fitness and fit and people associate fitness with what? They associate it with going to the gym and, and working out, right? Burpees. But that's so <laughs> that, and burpees, right? Yeah. That that is so much just a small part of what we're talking about. And it's important that for people to understand that what we're doing collectively here is a comprehensive and holistic approach to your overall health and wellness. That it's all connected, that we're not just here to talk about what the best way is to do a, a you know, a hit 
work out right. or whatever. We're talking about all of this other stuff. Yeah. And it's all so important. And the mental aspect of it is all connected. Everything's connected. And so whether it's fire rescue fitness or firefighter functional fitness or Joe Blow's fitness program over here or whoever's, it's comprehensive and it, and it, it, you can't just pick one part of it and say, okay, I'm better now, you know? And so we preach that sort of that, that holistic approach and it's a lifestyle. It's, it's it's not about, uh, you know, never doing something again or this or that. It's just about balance. Got to do it this way. Don't do it that way. It's just about like, you know, don't kill yourself. Right. You know, you have to enjoy yourself too. And you have to find that balance too. But I, here's here's a question I've been dying to ask and I forgot to even write it down. It just dawned on me. So I better ask it because I forget stuff really quickly. <laughs> but, right. So you guys can uh, you can you guys can hundred percent relate to this. I'll start with you, Jim, right? But and, but I, I'm really curious to see what Dan thinks. You can tell him get excited. People look at us and they go, Oh, it's easy for you. <laughs> right? How many times have you heard that? And like, if people don't know, I and I tell Janelle all the time, I crush ice cream and tequila like nobody's business. And I got to <laughs> like, I don't like burpees. I don't like running. Like, Jim, do you get that a lot? And and how do you respond to that? Um, I think you respond by your example because you you probably get that from from guys in your own department uh, that you know see that. Um, you're the fitness guy, you know, you do stuff with fitness outside of your fire department, you write a book, you do go to conferences, you teach and you do all this stuff. And they're like, Oh, well, that that's just, that's just easy for you. Cause that's what you do. I'm like, no, it's a grind just like anyone else. Right. And it takes discipline just like anyone else. Um, and do I like working out, you know, five days a week? No, I don't like working out five days a week, especially when it's those days where you're like, Oh, it's, you know, you don't want to do it this day, but you make yourself do it because you know the reward is, is greater than the risk, right? And, and yeah. it's something that you've committed to. So uh, th- that's a great question because, uh, you know, yes, I, I do get those responses or those questions of like, oh, well, it's just, it's just easy for you. So it's hard for me, but it's easy for you because you're the fitness guy. No. Yeah, <laughs> you know exactly what to do and it's easy for you to do it. You know, Dan, we've talked about that too, right? Mm-hmm. We're we're a little bit older. I mean, Jim's a young whippersnapper, right? right? So we look exactly. at him and go, oh, yeah, it's easy for you. Well, we See know, all these grades? Hold on. Yeah. See all these <laughs> that's, that's from kids. That's yeah. different. <laughs> yeah. uh, but Dan, you and I talk about this all the time, right? How many times, oh, yeah, it's easy for you. You you know what to do. Yeah, uh, yeah but right? Like you still you still get that, don't you? What, what did I just say at the beginning of the show? You know, I, it, it's not easy. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's, you know, obviously we, we, we can talk about attitude and mindset and we know that that's really where it all starts. And, yeah. and you know, even if it comes down to, uh, you know, making yourself feel guilty sometimes that you didn't <laughs> do. Look, we have, a, a, we're held to a higher expectation in the fire service in general, or we should be. Right. Because of what we do, I think people like you and myself and Jim and others that 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 talk about this stuff. I think we we did. We are also held to a higher uh, expectation as well. And we need to live up to that. So there's that that motivation. But I mean, that's not to say it's easy. I mean, we're at, at its very base level. We are all just human beings. We're all imperfect human beings that are just striving to be better. I don't want to get all philosophical about it, but I mean, there's nothing, I don't have some secret thing that I had contained with inside me because I've done some sort of fitness book or whatever that <laughs> makes me, yeah. that makes it easier for me than anybody else. It's it, not that it's, it it's get, about yeah, just, the, book, the book doesn't give you rides to the gym. No, for God's sake. 
no, you still have to get up and go. And you still have to, when you walk into the kitchen, you have to look at what you're looking at and make a decision. Should I have the whole bag of that or just a little bowl of it? Or should I, right? Should I take the, the should I take the ice cream out of the freezer and take it with me to my chair? Or should I put some in a bowl and right. have some, right? You know, like, you know, there's nothing wrong with any of that. It's just, it shouldn't be your lifestyle. It should be part of it, right? You know? It's okay to have pizza, but not eight days a week, 27 hours a day, exactly. right? If that's yeah. your main staple, that's, that's all we, we try to be practical about it because again, you can't set people up for failure. You have to tell them it's okay to uh, look, it's okay to drink a beer. It's okay to have, what, eat, eat, eat some ice cream or wings or whatever it is that you, you, you like. It's okay it to take a week off if you need to, right? It's okay to exactly. take a week off and just yep. do some flexibility or walking or whatever. You're allowed to do that. It's okay. Yeah. Just have a lifestyle in general that that is appropriate for the, the vocation that you chose, you know, because we do not, we don't get the advantage that, that some other folks do that work in offices and, and things like that. that. They can withstand a certain level of dehydration and it's not going to affect them Yeah, that, like it will affect us. They can withstand a certain level of eating junk more so than we can because it's because of what we do right so it's all focused yeah. on what you chose to do because i don't think you were drafted and then right treating treating it appropriately with the appropriate amount of respect well you're yeah. making me feel better here because as the outsider who does not have i do what i can i you know i would have assumed it was easy for you guys like let's be real like i would have thought yeah, all right no. there's something inherent in them that makes it easier for them to want to get up and do this. So mm -mm. this is educational for me. I will say one thing to play devil's advocate that you have that some of the rest of us maybe lack or is an issue, a hurdle, a stumbling block. <clears throat> it Frankly, it boils down to the knowledge, right? Of what to do and how to do it. So for me, one thing that happens, <clears throat> it's a challenge when I'm thinking about trying to get back into some sort of workout regimen I have complete decision paralysis. Mm -hmm. There's so much information out there. Five billion blogs about fitness, nutrition, wellness, mm -hmm. yoga, stretching, Pilates. Which one am I going to do? How do I know which one is the best? Overwhelmed, shut down, move on to watch the latest episode of Succession. You know? Right. Like, right. right. <laughs> uh, Move on to Gone Girl, you... whatever it is now. I don't know. <laughs> hey, Gone Girl's a good movie. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, that's a, that's a big one for me. So you have any advice for those of us who struggle from decision paralysis? Yeah. Well, what do you I, like to do? Yeah. Well, let me that's, let me piggyback on that. I, I actually, yeah. I love that idea. So like, you know, we're, we're about being better every shift. So let's say someone is kind of at that point, you know, what, I guess, what, what are three things you would say every firefighter needs to know about health and wellness or fitness or to get them started, I guess, you know, Jim, what do you, what do you kind of, when someone says, I, I need to start working out, what do I do? Oh, well, I always tell them no matter what, when someone comes to me kind of like, you know, in confidence from my fire department or whatever, I say, it, it always comes back to your mindset because if you don't have the mindset that you are committed to changing yourself and improving yourself, then you're not going to be successful long-term. Right. And that goes with, you know, not only physical fitness and doing the workouts that comes with your nutrition, with everything else related to your fitness. If you, if you're not 
in your mind ready to commit to the process. And I'm not saying, you know, you're going to go out and run a, a marathon or anything like that, right? That's, that doesn't have to be your commitment level. What I'm saying is that you are at the point where you are committed to making the change. That is 90% of the battle, right? And then I, Dan and I both say 10% is the ex execution of the physical mm -hmm. fitness. Once you can get your mind right and your heart right when it comes to uh, physically improving yourself, that that is the biggest hurdle that you will you will jump over. Um, and, and as it pertains to what Janelle said about um, there's so much information out there, it really comes back to what you like doing. Right. So I, I say time and time again, it's not about uh, like I hate running. You know, I might have a runner's body, but I hate running. So I would rather do high intensity and interval training and push ups and body weight ex exercises, you know, in a circuit like that is my wheelhouse. So I will kind of stay with that, but make sure that every now and then I broaden my horizons to do things I don't like doing to to stretch myself. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll, I'll run a mile every now and then, but I mainly stick with what I know I'll like and what I will stay consistent with, you know, what I like doing day in and day out. Uh, as long as it's a comprehensive approach. So that would be my main uh, focus or advice is number one, make sure that you are committed, that your mind is right and you're ready to, to commit to the process. And number two, focus on the things you like, you know, and you might have greater strengths uh, within fitness that you like doing. Some people might, you know, like lifting heavier weights and that's what gets them in the gym, right? Um, some people might like doing more body weight, you know, more push-ups, burpees, whatever, right? And, and so if that's kind of your focus, go with that and, and push yourself to do that and then expand from there after you, you have that consistency, those habits that we talked about of, of day in and day out, uh, uh, working on your fitness and, and other things as well. Yeah, the best awesome. uh, workout's the one you're actually going to do. Right. right. Exactly. Right. Yes. Yeah. That's I, I and and Jim will tell you. I I tell people when we talk about this particular topic when we when we teach is that you 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 cannot commit to something that you're not you can't realistically follow through with. It doesn't matter to me. I can help you design a workout regimen uh, for three days a week, for four days a week, for five days a week, for six. But don't tell me you're going to work out five or six days a week when you know damn well that you just can't because of your life and things that happen that you can only commit to three days a week because you'll fail, right? It's, it, it you won't get it done and then you'll put more pressure on yourself and then you'll just, you'll just give up. So, um, that was a good point, you know, to, to bring that up. And I mean, yeah. look, start small, set achievable goals. Like Jim said, do what you like, right? Those are very simple uh, uh, things to for all of us to consider. I mean, I, I fully admit that years ago, before I sort of discovered kettlebells, that I struggled with trying to figure out what I wh where my place was in the gym. You're a and gym then, nomad, uh, right? And and now <laughs> and and you know, for me personally, that's what that's what it that's what works for me. You know, you can give me a set of kettlebells and a rowing machine, and I probably would tell you I don't ever need anything else. Right. That's me, right? I'm a yep. creature of habit. I don't, I don't necessarily need a lot of variety per se. I, I do the variety by changing up exercises, but not necessarily. Uh, I don't need a big gym full of equipment. I guess is what I'm saying. All kinds of different modalities. So it's everybody's different uh, when it comes to that stuff. But you have to, you have to 
sort of just find what you like to do and, and commit to what's realistic and then, and then just go for it. Right. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. Yeah. It's a process. It is. So that's why never I think process. It, it is. And, and that's why I think, you know, that's, that's why we support each other here. I mean, mm-hmm. someone might say, I, 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 I saw your stuff on FRF. I don't like it. And I'll send them, well, go read Jim and right. Dan. Right. Yeah. Vice versa. Right? Like, right. Yeah. Vice versa. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I used to work in health club chains and 20 years ago, um, you know, I was sitting in a board meeting and they said, we're going to start bringing in, um, at home fitness equipment to sell. And I was like, why, isn't that our competition? You know? And, and then they said, well, you know, 75% of people who have a gym membership also have fitness equipment at home. So why don't we capitalize on that? And it dawned on me there, right? Like we go through different phases in our lives. Mm-hmm. We go through sure. different phases in our fitness. And when you find people that, that, uh, talk about things that you know are good for, uh, for, uh, you know, our, for the fire service, I'm going to prom- promote the heck out of it because it's right. going to make you better. Yeah. And, and I think you guys, that's why we're all kind of in this together. Of course. And, um, and, and I, I second everything you guys said. I think I'm just back here just grinning because I don't have to say it this time. It's <laughs> coming I from offer, someone else. I would offer one more thing, too, to, to everybody. that that And we know that this is a proven fact, not just conjecture. But, you know, self-motivation is very difficult for any, for most people, right? Oh, yeah. Individual motivation. But but we get our best work done and have the most fun when we're, when we're doing it with groups, friends. Mm-hmm cruise whatever get with people of like mind and get going and and encourage each other and positive peer pressure and don't exclude anybody include everybody right different levels for everybody everybody's good at different things everybody's not so good at different things in the gym but get get more people involved it becomes more fun than trying to motivate yourself as an individual Mm -hmm. every day and you might be watched by other people that are fence sitters at the same time. And maybe yeah. those fence sitters will then start to slowly draw in. Slowly migrate we, into right, the yeah, gym. When we see that Aaron's not isolating everybody in the group, when he's right. including people, he's hey, you're, you're a little less conditioned than, than, than it. Here's some different choices for this station. You don't have to yeah. do this. You can do this, you know, and let's just do something and let's be encouraging. It's so Get much moving. more fun when you're with other people. I, yeah. I hate thinking of workouts for myself. I hate it. <laughs> Hate it. <laughs> I'll ask Jim how many times I've said to him over the years, send me a, a such and such type of uh, right. workout. I, yeah. I need I need somebody to tell me what to do. Yes. Yeah, a lot of people are like that. Guy. Tell me what to do and I'll do it. I can help exactly. you with anything you want, but <laughs> somebody needs to tell me, right? It's, it's, people think it's easy, but it's not. It's you know? it's a good it's good and it's bad, right? I think right. I, I mean, you guys you guys talk and Jim, you know, we've talked about this uh, you know, with uh, you know, obviously why you write the books is that yeah, you need to know why to do it. I'll tell you what to do for a while, but you also need to know why you're doing it, you know, right. Um, yeah. right? And so, like, I, I always like the joke, you know, I talked about yoga uh, being a good workout, and someone said, well, that's a stretch. Get it? Did it. <laughs> as soon as they do it, they'll be here all like, week, folks. Yeah, right? And then they, they, do, they do it, and they go, oh, my God, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have to do it on their own terms. And mm-hmm. then all of yeah. a sudden, they start – then they'll bring their friends along to it, right, Dan? Because you're exactly yeah, right. I, absolutely. You're, oh, you think this is a stretch of a workout? Let's go. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> you know, and so we've touched on so much stuff, and I I wanted to start to dig into the leadership side of fitness and and changing culture, and I do this to Janelle all the time, and I'm I'm like, we're gonna have you guys back, 
if you if you will come back sure, of course. to focus yeah. on yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, bri I'll bribe you. I'll send you the check. <laughs> send you the check. Um, because we have, we have, we we've uh, this has been awesome, you guys. Because we're talking about individual changes, but we also know culturally mm -hmm. we can do yeah. a lot from the leadership side. And I know Jim, you have a book that's on that. And Dan, you and I have had great conversations that I'd like to get you know other people you know, to hear about because sure. you guys have some great solutions. You have some great, you are some great examples on that. So we're going to have, I want to have you cut back and we'll talk about leadership and the fire service and health and wellness. Uh, but before we Jim's go podcast on that, I have to just give a shameless, shameless plug to Jim's podcast. Because yes. When he first started is he, he actually, it was the weirdest thing ever. He interviewed me. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and it was, about, but what did we talk about? Right. We talked about, you know, a lot of those mentorship and leadership types of things and how, how we can roll that into not just typical what people think about leadership, but how we can, how we can be leaders in the fitness and health and wellness area and, and as well that, and leading by example and just right that grooms you know, our culture it really yeah, does it, um, it is so but before i before i let you go though we do this thing on the podcast it's called the hot seat and we have to ask you some questions now we don't know sometimes we 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 honestly do you want to full like we'll throw the curtain back we draw like hey this is a good question for these guys Sometimes the uh, the, the um, listeners will, will ask questions, so we throw you in the, uh, quick answers, but we don't know where the questions come from. Okay. Perfect. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to have Janelle start with the first one because I, I think this is one that she's been dying to ask when, when she drew it. Well, <clears throat> I would love to know what's the thing you tell yourself when you wake up in the morning, you got to work out, and you really don't want to work out. Like, what's the thing... That gets you out of bed to do the to do the workout when you're just oh I'm not in the mo mood today. Um, I always look at the end result. Like yeah. I know I know after the workout's done, I know mentally I'm going to be in a better place and that I'm going to be grateful and glad that I did the workout after the workout. So I look to look at the end goal. That's that's my motivation. What I see. I would I would say that I I. I, I take my brain back to physically how I feel after I after I've gone through a workout at the gym yeah. and the, the endorphins the things you know I there's been many times where I've pushed myself to go to a gym or do a workout that I didn't want to do but man by the time you leave it's like you feel better physically you feel energized hopefully you feel energized you you know we shouldn't be working out to exhaustion. Right. So, and, but you feel better mentally. And I think you, you reaffirm that sort of leadership by example thing. Like I'm, I'm doing what I'm asking other people to do. Mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. maybe it was hard for me to get up and go do it today, but I, I did. I just think about how I feel like, cause if, after a, a good workout, like there's a certain feeling that you get physically that just for me anyway, that just, yeah. It's nice, yep. and it, it, it we could go on and on. You know, it, it helps me sleep so much better. It, there's just there's so many other things that come into play. So I just kind of remind myself of how I'm going to feel shortly after I. <laughs> it gives you that. juice, doesn't it? it gives does. you juice it for the really day, does. right? For, for the right. joints and for the day. Yep. So yeah. here's my question. On top of that, what do you guys listen to? What's your workout go to music wise to get you motivated? uh let's go a little bit of everything but uh i like uh kind of like rap and hip-hop you know uh, i'm the opposite 
Yeah, so I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an old school classic guy, you know, right? So, I mean, my 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 music is it, it's very diverse, but it's probably going to be a selection of like Rush, like you know, <laughs> I knew metal, Rush was like oh, <laughs> I always have to have Rush. It's my favorite yeah. band of all time. But I I like you know that that kind of hard driving, like just you know the hip hop, the dancey kind of stuff. I'm, it's not my style. Um, I like the, the those kinds of things, like you know, the heavier you're rush. Are you a foreigner sticks, or are you more like a, a Guns and Roses, more metal? So I, I might I might do like a, a a mix of like Rush, Guns and Roses, Foo Fighters, um, the he, that kind of just driving rock. You know, there's yeah. Van Halen. Like I mean, some of the more class. I know I'm dating myself here. But, I think uh, I mean, there's, there's got to be a little Jim. Don't you think he's got a little Nelly every once in a while and there he throws in? Absolutely not. As long as it's, never sampled, it's sampled from those other bands. Probably right. Never happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. A little hot in here, courtesy. Hot in her. Her. Hot in her. <laughs> courtesy. Yes, See, now you're just, GNR now you're remake. I've never even heard of. You got me. Jim, are you like a are you a Kanye or a Nelly guy? Like I think I hear. Uh, I mean, I'm from the loop, so I'm, I'm a Nelly guy. <laughs> All right. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah, St. Louis. Okay. Good. <laughs> maybe I would maybe I could do some Eminem. Maybe that would be Oh, I like yeah. If I had, All right. Yeah. If I had to kind of cross that cross over that bridge and and yeah. Next time we're at a conference, I might sneak that in as your walk-up song or something. Oh, great. Just, just throw it in there. Right? My walk-up song is Tom Sawyer. Tom Sawyer? Okay. If I were if I were a professional baseball player, my walk-up song would be Tom Sawyer. So we, we, we've we asked that question on the podcast. Like, yeah. that's in our Oh, in our and we got to keep too, going yeah. with it. Yeah. Well, there you now go. Now I need to know, yeah. Jim. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got man. a walk-up song? I like too much music to decide on one. <laughs> oh, oh no, yeah. When we, when we come back for the next time, I will have an answer for you. All right. And okay. Aaron, did you ever answer? We put you on the hot seat too. And, and we got, it depends on the situation. Come on. I've never heard Commit. that. Song. How does that go? Yeah. You know, you never heard of that song. No. That's, <laughs> that's called the lukewarm seat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I, uh, so I always said it depends on the situation, right? Like you have to know your audience to, to know what walk-up song you have. Right. So, um, you know, if, 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 if I was at a conference and the mo and the music was going to be loud, I'd be like an ACDC mm, nice. uh, kind of get the, get the crowd kind of going. A little thunderstruck. Yeah. 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 A little thunderstruck going in. It, it just depends on, on the audience. If I'm with my family and you know, they want me to, to give a toast to my brother at his wedding. I don't know if it might I might be like ACDC. summer winds, Frank. you know? Yeah. Country. Right. Yeah. So, so that's why it depends. If you throw me in this, in an environment, I'll tell you right away. What's up. All right. Yeah. All right. I, so. I'm remembering now you gave us a little butter, buttercup or something too. Buttercup. Yeah. Yeah. Like it could be I like you know, my little buttercup depends if I'm going into a grade school, like I got to play a grade school concert <laughs> drums tomorrow night. That's maybe my walk or something. Right? So. Anyways, where did the show go? We got, I, uh, I think Janelle's got We're one off more the rails. She's got All one right. more for you though. Well, we All right, Dan, I'll, I'll start with you on this one. Uh, do you have a favorite quote? It could be motivational. could be something funny from a movie. Are you start? Who did you start with? You. Go oh, for it, Dan. Uh, geez. I mean, I, <laughs> pretty much anything Ben Franklin ever said is probably a favorite quote of mine. So, I mean, if you really want to get down to the simplicity of it all, well done is better than well said. Yeah, um, you know, know uh, like you know, there's a quote by Theodore Roosevelt that's way too long to try to recite, but I feel like the man people, in the arena. 
it's about it just kind of speaks to don't be the person that lives in in that that sort of purgatory of never taking risks and, uh, and yeah. never failing right so you know that and i wish i would look it up if we come back i'll read it to you in its entirety because it's a pretty long one but i i feel like you know i don't want to be that person that that you know never takes a risk and never just pushes myself and and you know sometimes you succeed and sometimes you fail but i'd rather do that than live a life of non-existence i guess so to speak right just that sort of you know nothing nothingness i would call mm -hmm. it or that purgatory of just just not ever having not, taken a risk and you know yeah. yeah jim how about you uh so a guy i know pretty well uh wrote a, a quote that is it goes it, it, when lives depend depend on us success is our only option so yeah uh, when i think about that is like for us as firefighters, you know, we have to be successful. We have to follow through with everything we do. But if you're talking about someone else's quote that I, I love is, is the Henry Ford, you know, whether mm -hmm. you, you think you can or you can't, you're right. And so that's, that's a great all, one. that's again, it comes back to mindset. Whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. So that's, that's mine. Awesome stuff. Thank you guys so much. Um, again, I'm, I, I'm, ex I'm a hundred percent, um, Excited to have you guys back. Uh, I think it's we talked fun. about yeah a lot of stuff just to get people motivated for the new year. Um, you know, I think biggest thing was get your mind right, yeah. get your head in the right position, and 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 you know you can really make some some lasting changes. And if uh, anybody wants to get some more motivation, they can go to uh, firefighterfunctionalfitness.com. They could buy the book, and um, and they could you guys, go to fire rescue fitness. We're all on the same team here. That's the beauty about yeah. it. We, we yeah. can tell people and all the time. We we don't we don't argue with you about firefighting tactics and all that stuff. We we we, we want to keep you in good shape so that you can continue to argue about that with your friends. <laughs> That's awesome. That's exactly <laughs> right. Well, from the bottom of my heart, guys, it's great to see you. Thank you for uh, for all that you've done. And uh, again, I'd love to have you on. Happy New Year to you, and um, yeah, same to you all. Same you guys, you. you guys just keep uh, keep pushing onward, you know. And, and for all of our listeners, you know, we like to always end with a little thing about, um, you know, there's there's motivation and there's knowledge around you. Sometimes you have yeah. to search a little bit more for it, but um, you know, do that. Search, find ways to get better, and uh, make everyone around you better. And you know, that's the whole idea behind being better every shift. So until next time, thank you guys. Appreciate you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thanks guys.